Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. No pressure. Hi. Good <laughs> one. <laughs> Welcome to the Underappreciated Podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm disappointed. I'm Tony. Okay. Each of us has picked, <laughs> has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have a hard time believing the land prep for this. I had a thing I was going to say and it fell right out of my brain. Mm-hmm. It was all ready. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You probably won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast... We can convince you to give these films a second chance. This week on the podcast, John's pick, Desperado. Go well, ahead. Won't just you come to it. your senses? Yeah, just get it out of the way. Everybody, go ahead. No. Desperado. Why <laughs> won't you come to your senses? Been out right. Chasing fences, right? <laughs> I forget. Jumping fences? All right. So long. The moment has passed. <laughs> you done fucked it up. Okay. That's our jam. Mm. Okay, so Desperado. It's like grape. It's our jam. Jam. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. I just think it was funny. Why'd you gotta give me that look? Because that's not that's just my face. Oh, so Desperado was was released on August twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five, and had a seven point two out of ten IMDB. It's 72% on Rotten so Tomatoes. So not underappreciated at all. Shush. 55% on Metacritic score. Sounds good, right? So why pick it? Well, here's why. <laughs> In the endless comparisons to the original, another another crappy review podcast where they neglect the fact that it's a cult classic, they love saying how much this one is inferior to the original El Mariachi because that was the <laughs> art film and it is by far superior. El Mariachi is definitely an art film. So since this movie's come out, while everyone went and saw this and raved about how good it was, they always say, yeah, it was good, but it wasn't as good as the first one. And they're all sadly mistaken. Too many times us regular folk have to listen to the drivel of film students who have a podcast and think they know what the hell they're talking about because they went to art school. Um, well, buckle up there, Buttercup, because um, this is a superior movie to the first one, and it's not just because the budget is ten times more. It's because the storyline is better. The acting is better. The special effects are better. The story's better. It's all around. Better. Is this the review you posted on IMDb? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Should be. John S. Is well, Steve Buscemi in the first one? No. 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 So the only ones who prefer, who think that the first one is better are people who prefer A Life of Pi or Whale Rider over actual movies that make money, like Pirates of the Caribbean, which has, I don't know, five fucking sequels. So, sit back and let's enjoy this this ride here. Is that covered for you? I think you should post that review on IMDb. I might just copy and paste and I wrote it down. I know you did. All right, so this was directed by Robert Rodriguez. It was also produced by Robert Rodriguez and Bill Borden. And it was written by Tony. Rodriguez? Yeah. <laughs> so Robert Rodriguez. Is um, a dude. Is, is a is an hell of a director. He's known for, obviously, Desperado and Mariachi from Dust Till Dawn. Um... Spy Kids, <laughs> one, wow. two, and three. Is that why? Ant- wasn't Antonio Banderas in those movies? He might have been. Or was um, that Kurt Russell? He also. Oh Jesus! Shh, Where's my Google? He also made a couple uh, movies you might have heard of: Sin City, Grindhouse. He was one of the directors. Yeah, there was a bunch. Terrible movie. The Events of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better make, movie than Grindhouse. How to make cool home movies. 
How do you make cool home movies? Machete. <laughs> awesome. Um, Sin City again, and uh, Machete kills. Some of his yeah, Machete bombs. does kill. <laughs> and he also has a Johnny Quest movie coming out for a future release, which I'm a little interested in. Who's Johnny Quest? Mm. Want to see my Parker Rollis muscles? Oh, you mean Johnny Bravo? Oh, I mean Johnny. No, Johnny Quest. <laughs> I want to see my pectoralis muscles. It's Johnny Bravo. I know, Johnny but that's Bravo. what's popping my head. Okay, so this movie starring Antonio Banderas, Joaquin de la Media, who plays Bucho, Selma Hayek. Is she in this? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, awesome. Cheech Marin, and Quentin Tarantino for a hot minute. <laughs> so, uh, our story. Is this a sequel to the... He was in Spy Kids. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. This is a sequel and to And Carla the Gugino. Shush! <laughs> She's in another movie we saw. She's the bride in Michael. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So this is the sequel to El Mariachi, uh, where a mus- musician simply known as El, or El Mariachi, depending on what movie it is, is looking for work. He gets mistaken for a hitman, thereby entangled in web of love, corruption, and death. That was El Mariachi. Okay. That's pretty much all you need to know. Okay, so that's why they killed his love and shot him. Right. Okay. Because this time he's a hitman. He's out to avenge the death of his his love, and the maiming of his hand, which you may have noticed in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our story finds L as a legend in his time, terrorizing a drug lord as he avenges his love. In the process, finding a new love and wielding a guitar case full of awesome. Okay. So, what did you think going in, Tony? Yep, um, I went the easy one first. I saw it in the theater. I can tell you what he thought going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Let it Tony in the speak. theater and was a fan of all the Tarantino and Rodriguez type things that were going on, so I had no problem with it. You still stop talking. <laughs> Put your hands down. You're covering like your you're mouth. In a tunnel. You can hear me. No. Okay. So anyway, you were all about it then, Tony. Yes. All right. You said what you picked, and he was like, cool ass. (laughs) It's like underappreciated? I'll buy that. Uh, Carly, what did you think? I thought absolutely nothing. (laughs) Did you know know Antonio Banderas was a person? Yes. (laughs) You know how we sang the little song? That was the first thing I thought of. Tony said, that doesn't have anything to do with it. And I was like, all right, I got nothing. (laughs) I didn't know it was a sequel. I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know what it was about. I had nothing. (laughs) L.H.? I don't know when the first time I saw this movie was. Probably nineties. Uh yeah, but I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I meant I don't know. I don't know if I saw it in the theater or if it was a video store rental or. Ah, uh, blockbuster. Yeah, I think it might have been a blockbuster. Well, the kids, there used to be these places you went to find movies that you wanted to see. They were called video stores. It was like a red box, only a whole store. You got to walk around and look at the titles. It was cool. You could read the back of DVD blurbs. And you can also buy popcorn and candy for the same price as the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But back then, it was cheaper. Still really expensive. You can always, it was always in the same shop. <laughs> and it was so, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just go to the grocery store. Just go across the street, save four bucks. <laughs> but it was really cool because it had titles you'd never heard of. Like but Shark anyways, Boy and Lava Girl? No, I hadn't heard of that. Um, I can't, well, like, I can't remember the first time I've seen this. I've seen this a bunch of times and I've always enjoyed it. So I was looking forward to watching it again. Everybody should. That's everybody. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get some uh, reviews here. This is from Emmanuel. Okay. A slicker, more expensive version of El Mariachi. Except that it was promising a uh, charming $7,000. Now it looks tiresome and repetitious for $7 million. <laughs> and here's another one. 
It's from, only seven million dollars. Yeah. Wow. And here's he my, did a lot with seven million dollars. Yeah, he did. <laughs> here's my man Evans who said, um, "If you haven't heard of it, you should. No. If you haven't seen it, you should. No, that's it. Yeah." All right. I was like, okay. Well, that's fucking perfect. That's that's exactly how John feels. That's Yay. right. I always find that the simple to the end. All right. So, what else we got to do here? I covered everything. Now right? we start. The now movie. we start with the movie, right? Let me take a sip of this here Java juice. <laughs> Let's get into the movie. So we open with Steve Buscemi, who is anybody know his character name in this? Buscemi. It is. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez had wrote this character for Steve Buscemi. And he wasn't fucking around. He's no. like, I'm, I'm going to get him. <laughs> if not, he'll be called Buscemi. An homage. Who likes uh, Piss Warm Chongo and uh, comes that's into, my, comes that's into the bar. Brand. <laughs> that's his brand. Cheech Marin tells him, and tells him the, the, the tall tale of the biggest fucking Mexican he's ever seen no, in his he life. He tells Cheech Marin. That's what I said. You said Cheech Marin tells him. That's what I said. It's the other way around. Buscemi and tells Cheech. That's what I said. She keeps interrupting me. This is going to take forever. This podcast is brought to you by alcohol. <laughs> as always. With us, as always, is alcohol. The crowd really wasn't interested in Buscemi's story until he mentioned the name Bitch. Bucho. Bucho. That's what's it. Bucho. And, and all of a sudden, all ears. even Sunglasses Bad Guy is interested. Um, now it's a full-on performance. He hops off the bar stool and gives a full rendition of the events that had taken place. Pretty much details a gunfight. Mm-hmm. The... We get to see that we get the theatrical see. version of, mm-hmm. and it's As there's some pretty enjoyable theatrics in it. <laughs> guys flying around. <laughs> how like, how his face work. never leaves the shadows. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his face? No. His eyes. <laughs> I'm going to let that linger there for a minute. His so eyes. It's like the shadows dimmed just for him. Just for him. That's right. <laughs> and Cheech... Wants to know what about the bartender? The bartender lived, huh? The bartender always lives. Always lives. Not in this story. No, no. <laughs> nay, nay. The bartender gets it worse than anybody. He sure does. And she drops him a beer to recall his face. But Buscemi re- refuses. He says, nope. nope. I'm getting out of town. You guys should too. I'm just glad I'm not. is coming this way. And then he leaves, and the movie, like the opening credits start, and I'm like, I don't know what this movie is about, right? So I'm like, was he just fucking with those people so he wouldn't have to pay for his beer? <laughs> you didn't, you plan, didn't occur no. to you that it was about a tall Mexican with a guitar case full of <laughs> guns? I didn't know if that was a story or if it was an Carly, do me a favor, okay? Next time someone... Here's <laughs> or if maybe this was one of those things where they were going to flash back to this incident. Yeah. Carl, do me a favor. This is what I do when I have that one movie that I didn't see. I watch the trailer before. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. I just go into Carly's movies cold. That's <laughs> how I dangerous. Did this I did the same thing with Short Circuit too. I like to go in cold. Or Tony's movies sometimes I go in cold. All right, so here I've we go. I've seen every one of John's. Musical number plays in Antonio Banderas. And yes, it's a widely known factor that the guy to the right of him was the guy who played Air Mariachi in the first one. Thanks. We got it. Oh, was Antonio Banderas not in the first one? No. <laughs> no. Seven thousand dollars. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break everyone. I'm fine. You can go forward. Okay. So yes. And they sing, 
and uh, and dance, move around the bar, and they find some nefarious characters. And Antonio Banderas whacks one in the face with his guitar. Not class acts like you got here. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. Scumbags. So, at the end of his song, nobody does anything. Everybody just stands or looks at him, and you hear... And it's our, uh, our baddie from the first movie packing his cigarettes. And we flash to his dead love. El Mariachi puts up his hands and gets shot in the hand. And El's awoken. He's woken by Buscemi, who's been, hitting on, he's been banging on the door. El Mariachi takes a gun out from underneath his pillow and stuffs it in the face of his friend. Seeing it's Buscemi, holds the gun there, mm-hmm. invites him in, and then smacks him in the back of the head. You can see these two are really close. Oh, yeah. That's how I like to be treated by my friends. Can you feel the love tonight? Thanks, Elton. <laughs> so Buscemi tells him that Bucho is at the bar. And he laid it on real nice and thick for him. El tells Bushimi that when Bucho is dead, it's over. They have that conversation about how this is the last one. Well, that's not really true. If you see my future review of Once Upon a Time in Mexico, you'll see that's not really true. <laughs> so stay tuned oh, for that. Please don't make us watch that movie. <sighs> Los Lobos plays. And El gets dressed. Los Lobos? <laughs> I heard something Los about Lobos. Yeah, right, go. Kick your balls into outer space. Ah, yeah. I actually watched, uh, you know, this and was like Los Lobos. Yeah, that's them. I actually meant um, all our movies are connected. Los Lonely Boys? No, it's um the guy who sang La Bamba. Richie Valens? Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Never mind. <laughs> but I, I did write Los Lobos, <laughs> the wolves, if you will. Do you mean Ludo and Phillips? You're not even close. So you're going the wrong way. So we're going to do. Gonna love sk- me some Lou Diamond Phillips. Can we All talk right. about how great he is? Do you watch Longmire? I have, yes. Yes. I He's love really him. good on that. He's just really good. Yeah. So we see El. You should watch Young, Young Guns. Guns. El's hitchhiking on the road and gets turned down. But Danny Trejo, who is billed as Navajaris, or he's playing with a knife, sitting in the front seat. But for all purposes here, I'm going to call him. Machete. Okay. <laughs> Do you know why he's calling him Machete? No. I didn't think you would. <laughs> because in a future movie by Robert Rodriguez... Where he stars as Machete. machete. Okay. And it's and a real... to do with the throwing knives? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's Danny Trejo. <laughs> You'll see him in uh, future movies. And we cut Tony's back. next pick. <laughs> and we cut back to Cheech, who was billed as Short Bartender. Yes. Not bartender, short bartender. <laughs> as opposed to a tall bartender? Evidently. He's on the phone with Bucho. Uh, he tells Bucho that he called over to the other uh, bar, and nobody, and nobody answered. answered. And now we get to see Bucho for the first time. He's wearing a nice white suit, white on white, going everything look look pampin'. Mm-hmm. And he has a nice uh, ranch here, looking uh, Art Deco style. And he has a nice little pit fighting setup, which is nice. There's a tryout where we see um, uh, Mimos, Mimos, his head uh, bad guy. He's billed as right hand. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. That's his him. name in the thing. Well, he's right calling hand. him Mimo, which may mean right hand. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Well, but it's no. apparently not the guy's name because he's billed as right hand. It must mean something. Hey. To all of our um, Spanish-speaking listeners, if someone could please send us an email <laughs> to the unpodcast.gmail.com. That's not the email. Unmoviepodcast. Sorry. Uh, this episode brought to you by alcohol. <laughs> Unmoviepodcast at gmail.com and tell me what Nemo means. I'd appreciate it. Or, anyway. we, could, or we could Google it. Or we just Google <laughs> it. Not Googling it. Nah. So, in the, in, the, in the pit fighting, we see right hand's brother-in-law who wants to try out and show uh, Bucho his fighting style. So, Bucho's not impressed by Pipon. Pipon, get the fuck out of there. If he can't fight Christos, 
He's not interested. Christos is billed as Christos. Also, his name is Christos, which is weird. So, not a lot of acting stretch. Maybe, well, his perhaps. Name is Bissemi was Bissemi, so they didn't know Maybe Robert <laughs> Rodriguez just said, all right, well, I'm not going to name these characters. He's like, what's your name, bro? Is that Christos? That'll work. That'll work. All right, so we have a nice little fight scene. And um, our brother-in-law gets his leg broken, but then broken. quickly, but then quickly jumps up and kills Christos. Broken. I mean, we're pretty sure he kills him. Blood runs out of his mouth, and Bucho says, "Well, so much for Christos." But we don't see him again. And he's so never even around. I accepted that he died. Wow, we got that one past Carly. <laughs> so what do you do when you kill a guy in pit fighting? Everybody gives him a high five. But not painkillers. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> compound fracture. <laughs> yeah, like he's not it walking. It apparently <laughs> looked to us much worse than it really was. Well, I don't know. It's merely a flesh wound. It's pretty rough. Yeah, <laughs> like your leg don't bend. Sophia ra raised his beer and said, "That's fine." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we see Machete now. He's making a phone call, and you know what? He looks young, younger yeah. than he does now. <laughs> and Cheech and his buddy, who I refer to as um, Sunglasses Bad Guy. <laughs> Discuss killing someone rather than paying them what they owe them. Which, you know, I guess not a bad way to do business, but you're not going to get a lot of business that way. Not a lot of return. They interrupted what appears to be rich white girls who are, in, who are there to bitch about their service. Their waiter left and never came back. Didn't see if they want anything. Um, they, they throw some money down and say, don't expect a tip either. Apparently, piss warm chango is not their brand. No. <laughs> um, on the way out, they say that their beer tastes like piss. And bad guy's glasses says, we know, because we piss in it. And that's not all. And you drink this? Gross. That's a joke for the white girls. Mm-hmm. Still gross. All right. So just as the rich white girls leave, pickup guy and other pickup guy come in. They hand some uh, business cards to Cheech. Cheech gets quick on the phone here. They each get a beer and taste it. And I think they can taste the pee-pee, too. Because they both look down, and they're not happy. Taste the pee-pee flavor. <laughs> taste the booger flavor. Taste the <laughs> With the film school. <laughs> That'll be Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. Stay tuned. Okay. Booger free. Stay tuned for that. Now, we cut to Elle on, on the street who meets a kid. While Elle is sitting on the street, a kid tries to touch his guitar case. Elle quickly grabs his hand, and he says, and the kid says, I was just looking for his guitar. I just wanted to see it. Elle gives him a quick lesson and tells him that he needs to practice all day, every day. He, tell, he shows him how to be faster and to strum his guitar. But he only shows him how to do the right-handed fingering. The left-handed fingering, he says, you don't need to worry about now because that's the hand that was shot and he can't do the um, chords. chords. Mm -hmm. But he does anyway, and the, and the very next thing he does is <laughs> plays with the chords. And he struggles through it, and you can see the pain in his face because his hand ain't not working the more. Because he's lost his music. And he says, Aww. and he shows him a melody and says, practice this all day, every day. Next time, I'll show you how to make a tune. He's very whispery and gravelly in this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so pickup guy is struggling to drink his beer. And he says, it reminds me of a joke. Now, I actually wrote my notes here, and I'm going to show you. Now, Tony, can you tell us what the joke is? Oh, this is the Tarantino joke. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is a joke where he says... Guy says he can pee into the cup over there oh, without Carly's spilling got it. a he drop. Bets the bartender 300 300 bucks. Bucks <laughs> that he can pee in a glass all the way on the other side of the bar without spilling a drop. Mm -hmm. And the bartender's like, "You can't do that. I'll take that bet." So mm -hmm. the guy unzips 
and he starts pissing everywhere. Pisses all over the bar, all over the floor, all over the bartender. All over he, the bartender's everywhere phone. Everywhere except the cup. <laughs> Doesn't get a single drop in that cup, and the bartender's laughing, and he <laughs> says, ah, you just lost 300 bucks. And the guy says, that's all right. Puto. Because that dude over there, no. but those dudes over no, there. No, no, no. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. Yeah. He walks over to the guys playing pool, gets his, talks to them for a minute, and then he comes back, and then he gives them, bam, $300, and starts laughing. And the bartender's like, what are you laughing about, gringo? You lost $300. And he says, well, because I bet those guys over there that I could piss on your bar, I could piss on your phone, I could piss on you, and not only would you be... Not, not be bet. upset about it, mm-hmm. you'd be happy. Well, he says he bet them 500 a piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. 500 a piece. That's what it was. <laughs> that's right. All right, good job, guys. All right, so now Bad Guy Glasses, who took his glasses off, gives the high sign to Cheech, because I'm not calling him Sharp Bartender. <laughs> that other pickup guy doesn't check out. Mm. So, the one with no, no teeth. teeth. Yeah, so mid laugh, Cheech pulls out uh, a revolver with a silencer, shoots him point Boom. blank in the face. In the face. Splash and Tells him, out. guess what? He didn't check out. Looks but my man. Looks my man Q says, but you, you check out just fine. To where Q says, I know because me and Buko, and she says, Bucho. He goes, yeah, him too. <laughs> we go <laughs> way, way back. back. <laughs> and Bad Guy Glasses escorts him to the back. We find a toilet that says out of order. And we open it up. Oh. Ooh. It's out of order. <laughs> and it looks Actually, like... It looks like the world chocolate's here. I feel, I gotta say, I think the mirror was grosser than the toilet. Really? Because the mirror looked like someone had put fresh feces on it, but the toilet feces looked old and dry. I thought maybe they did it that way on purpose, and maybe it wasn't all poop and disgustingness, but maybe they made it look like it, so nobody would go in there. Nobody has, I have never seen explosive (laughs) diarrhea that explosive. (laughs) You clearly have never been to Singapore. I was going to say, you have not been What did you see in Singapore? (laughs) Not been to a border town. That's not not a a podcast. (laughs) So... With, we find out that uh, this is just secret room access, and this is if you're going to have one, this is a good one. I, yeah. wouldn't go, I wouldn't be investigating that room to find Negative. a secret compartment. Negative. And we meet, um, and Quentin, or Q as I'm calling him, gets his coat to make sure he doesn't touch any of the chocolate. He does, though. He can't avoid it completely. Yeah, well. Just as now L enters the bar. Cheech gets all scared because he's a man walking with a guitar case. He's not the biggest fucking Mexican he's ever seen, but he's a pretty big dude. He also it doesn't look like he's covered in darkness. He's freshly shaven. His hair's pulled back in ponytail. Yeah. He looks pretty nice. Sorry about the yawn. <laughs> yeah. So Cheech asks him what he wants. L says he's looking for work. Cheech tells him there's no work here. He says, okay. Do you have anything to drink? He says, you got something in the guitar case? He says, yeah. It's my guitar. Got my guitar. <laughs> so then all of a sudden guns and shit come out and they're pointing right in uh, L's face. They grab his guitar, open it up. Cheech says... If there's a guitar in there, you can have as much beer as you want. So now yeah. he's going to get to drink. We don't need to do every line. But no, but it's important. Uh-huh. But they open it, and they see and they the see guitar. And they see the guitar. And he's like, and Elle's like, yeah, I told you, just a guitar. And all of a sudden, his false guitar pops up. And <laughs> bad guy... seems bad planning that your fake guitar comes up without you pushing your secret button. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so bad guy Cinco says, it's him. And Elle says, yes, yes, it's me. But I'm not against you guys, so let's just keep it down. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it down. He's looking for a guy named Bucho. This upsets Cheech and the rest of the, the baddies. So, L has his hands up and he says, Not yet. 
And then, bam, just like that, two guns appear in his hands because they came out of his sleeves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are really wide sleeves. Sleeve, <laughs> sleeve revolvers is an awesome. They weren't revolvers, but whatever. Sleeve guns. Yeah, sleeve guns are cool. And he's got two guns out of his sleeves. He doesn't aim and just starts to shoot and shit at everybody. The gunfight is on. Bad guy glasses is in the back now. And they see this on the monitor. Q's like, is that going on right now? And he seems real confused. <laughs> yeah, because he's watching on the monitor. Is that so, happening? Is that going on right now? And then we have the accountant who decides to, to shoot Q in the face after mm. he accuses him of being involved. Yep. That's okay because Q had to go shoot Jackie Brown anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. Um, Am I the only one that noticed that, uh, that Antonio Banderas learned from the Marlboro Man, but all the rest of them learned from Harley? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because there's a whole, whole lot of bullets flying Well, around. everybody in the movie either has a Desert Eagle or a Mac-10. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only two guns available in Mexico, apparently. Well, that's that's a good reference. Nice well, they're out. in the <laughs> desert. I know, but it's just like... I, I do like how El yeah. is standing there, and he's reloading his... Um, well, they cannot they hit him. <laughs> I don't know what kind of guns there Probably are. Probably 9 millimeters. Yeah, any kind of gun, handgun. But and the other guy's got a fucking machine gun and he's not looking and he's sitting there and El goes, You missed me! <laughs> and then shoots the ceiling fan and then on top of the guy knocks him out and then shoots the ceiling fan so he stops hitting him in the face. Alright, so the drug guy accountant comes out as he's trying to, as El finds Cheech hiding behind the bar, stops him from grabbing his gun and tries to get some information out of him. But the accountant comes out and tries to shoot him in the back. But L has super um, sensory perception here. <laughs> Because he tripped in a puddle of toxic waste and got superpowers. <laughs> yes. What is with her in that shit? He, he may have. Anyway, so the accountant comes out, El gets out of the way, and he shoots Cheech in the face. And Cheech is dead. Or is he? See my Once Upon a Time Mexico review for um, <laughs> more on that. For an update on Cheech's welfare. Mm -hmm. Well, he may be undead, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> See, Tony's <don't, laughs> review. See another Robert yeah. Rodriguez movie. All right. So now El and the Accountant of Doom are sitting there and they're, they're gun battling it out. They're shooting, but they're missing each other. So finally they start picking up empty guns and shooting them at each other. Click, click. They grab more. Click, click. They grab more. Click, click. It's because they sent a fortune. That's right, they did. And finally the Accountant grabs one and, she, and El grabs it. And they're struggling, struggling, struggling. And he says, fuck yeah! And snaps his neck. Mm -hmm. Which he should have done that way before. Right. So but El realizes... would have had that scene where they just... But I was really like, what is happening in this scene? Everybody's out of, gun, out of bullets. <laughs> they spent a fortune. They only brought so many. <laughs> if they were shooting shit, he wouldn't get a whiff. <laughs> All right, so... El decides, well, what do you do? Everybody's dead. I'll leave a note. He leaves a note looking for Bucho. M. <laughs> and leaves the bar. Bad guy glasses comes out of the back and starts following him. Just as that... As this is going on, we hear, don't look back, don't look back. He's right on your trail. Mm. Excellent. I like the soundtrack. This, this is a great one. Mm -hmm. And we got our first shot of Carolina, who's played by Salma Hayek. Who causes a car crash when who she causes so the street. <laughs> who's so attractive that she causes a car crash. She <laughs> might be a geisha. As she's walking, she catches the eye of L. What? You seem confused. Could you keep that. going? Well, you look confused. <laughs> All right, so L's walking. I know Gacia's stop traffic. Yeah, that's the thing. Gacia's supposed to be so beautiful they can stop that. traffic. Never mind. Well, anyway. So now L's looking at, at Carolina, and she and he's mesmerized. Or is it that she's freaking the fuck out because there's a guy running behind him with two guns pointed at him? 
<laughs> could be either or one. Or is he not really looking at her? He's just walking, trying to because he just killed a bunch of people. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that guy too. He definitely so, notices her. So bad guy glasses <laughs> is coming up, and L is able to turn around just in time to not to only get shot in the arm. He gets winged. Winged. But he shoots bad guy glasses in the neck with both guns. <laughs> Essentially killing him. And he not right pushes away. <laughs> her down so mm-hmm. she doesn't get shot. Because she would have gotten shot. She would have gotten shot. We cut to Bucho in the bar. Who finds the note? Because, you know, when you walk in a room full of dead bodies, you go, Oh, look, a note. Must yeah. be for me. <laughs> it clearly is. Says I'm looking for Bucho M. <laughs> but of all the things to look at, he's like, Huh, look at that. Well, they're already <laughs> dead. Bucho is asking for Tavo, who we uh, know affectionately as Bad Guy Glasses. Mm-hmm. And he learns that he's dead. Well, first he hears, he's just outside. We'll get him in here. I want to see what the fuck happened in here. He's dead, boss. He doesn't like this cowboy. You can tell by the way he talks to him. And then he shoots him later. <laughs> <laughs> just as this is going on, Bucho hears guitar music. So he looks outside to find that same kid who's practicing like he should. Inside of a mass murder scene. <laughs> like you do. Makes me wonder if he recognized that piece of music. I thought maybe he did. Like he heard it and he was like, hold on. The crap. I've heard that guitar riff before. That's called foreshadowing. All right, so just at this time, some more white kids come into the bar. And Bucha looks at them and says, can't you see that we are fucking closed? No, that is not what he said. He said, can't you see that we are fucking closed? <laughs> and I said, why don't they lock the door? And Tony goes, I don't know if they have locks. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> It has to be closed at one point to be locked. Yeah. L wakes up to find Carolina operating on his arm. They discuss the bookstore, and she digs a bullet out of his arm. She cauterizes the room, the wound with, of all things, a cigarette. Right. <laughs> Which I don't think would work well. It should have been a cigar at least. <laughs> or the lighter. Or iron. <laughs> How about that lighter she's got in her hand? That would probably work better. I'm just saying, I, that was a pretty big bullet wound. I don't think a tiny little cigar would, or a tiny little cigarette would do it. She should have at least used a big old stogie. And at this point, she doesn't know that he's L. She just thinks he's a cute guy who saved her life. Right. Is he cute? Yes. <laughs> Tony asked him the same, same question. <laughs> Carly, what did you say? Yes. yes. He's an attractive man. <laughs> Even like said, covered in a, blood. He's an attractive man in this movie because yes. everybody's yes. next. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. He's um, also right hand man is also attractive. Not Just as, in case but you're not wondering. as attractive as Selma Hayek. Right hand man. I'm. My, the, uh, uh, Bucho's number two. Oh, okay. Boot, yeah. I don't know what was John calling him? Me- Mimo. 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 Mimo is also very attractive, and his little brother, nephew, whatever that guy, kid mm-hmm. who got the tryout, he's also attractive. Bucho, not so much. Can we get the list? So uh, is it, I just Elaine feel like has a thing for Mexican guys. We okay. Got that. Yeah. I, hey, look, hair. Mexican guys think I'm real hot. They hit on me all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I realize she's really into Mexican. So good for you. They're my bread and butter. Carly's bread and butter are the bread and butter are the gentlemen who like a thick ass. Yeah, that's true. I, I got the Mexicans and on the, the ones that cannot lie. Anyway, so Machete is playing with a knife, <laughs> and he sh- and he comes into the bar as well. But he's shoot out by the cleanup crew because that's what you do. Um, Carolina went out evidently for like a mani pedi or something. She walks back to the bookstore and sees the guitar case. She opens the guitar case. But it's caught by L, just as the guns appear. Again, why don't you have an extra button that releases <laughs> the guns? Budget. 
What is the point of having He a, spent it all on the guns. What is the point of having a fake guitar front if it just comes up? Just fill your guitar case full of guns. <laughs> because if you're in a gunfight, you need it to come up quickly. I'm just saying. So, she knows who he is. And he asks her about Bucho. I'm looking for Bucho. Do you know where he is? She looks that was a, a pretty good Antonio Banderas impersonation. <laughs> I've been practicing since 95. Thank you. <laughs> they they chit-chat, and she looks at the crotch gun, made famous in El Mariachi and even more famous in From Dust Till Dawn by a character who's known as, what was his name in that movie? Sex Machine. Sex Machine. Tom Savini, famous uh, <laughs> special effects one, one of the best names in a movie ever. His name is Sex Machine. And he has a crotch pistol. It's awesome. Wait till it's you that wa- same crotch pistol. You know what I'm talking about? You get to see that thing in action from Dust Till Dawn. You're going to be really excited to see that movie. she pulled it out and she was like, what is this for? And he's like, you could have it. It saved my life more than once. That's the reference I didn't know what the hell that thing was. Now that you guys are talking about it now, I guess I understand what it is. But I was like, what? You did not recognize that as crotch pistol? No. She hadn't seen any of the other movies. Well, that's think about it like a cod piece. still, it seemed obvious that it was a crotch pistol. It was a pistol that looked like a dick. <laughs> Where else do you put your dick pistol? All right, so L tell, asks Carolina if she can watch his stuff. He's got to go out. And she asks, well, where are you going? She says, I'm going to church. Gotta confess my sins. I'm a sinner. And he damn sure is. He just, you know. Killed like 20 people. And as he walks out, he asks, did I thank you? She says, no. He goes, I will. That's some stone cold pimp shit right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Just right up there with Han Solo's I Love You, I Know. No, it's cooler than that because this is a way better movie than Star Wars. Oh. I'm sorry, listeners, if I hurt your feelings. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, but okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one too. <laughs> all I right. to get a Star Wars reference. Sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, also. <laughs> we all know John's full of shit, Ben. It's all right. <laughs> wow. I was, it was just, just for hey, they're not as, Nobody's asleep. All right, so Bucho is back on his ranch and he's shown his... his I don't know, fucking tank, but it looks like a limo. His brand new limo. <laughs> That's all bulletproof and stuff. Because he told Memo to give him a new car. Mm-hmm. And the same white guy who told him that um, Bad Guy Glasses was dead pops out the front and goes, ha-ha, look, it's bulletproof. So Bucho shoots him. Good thing I think it was bulletproof. He's just testing it out. Bucho tells Mimo to take this car and to go find L. But Mimo wants to take his own truck. Take my car. That's what I bought it for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We cut to L, who's at the church, who goes to the confession and says, Bless me, Father, for I have just killed many men. No shit. <laughs> Steve Bushen. Also known as Buscemi. Yeah, him too. <laughs> um, they argue for a while. Uh, Buscemi walks out. He says, good luck, don't get shot. Blesses him, puts the holy water in his face, walks out of the church. L follows him. Well, first the priest says, son, do you want confession? And he says, no, I just have to come right back. No, that's where I'm going. I'll have to come right back. <laughs> Good line. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Bucho, who's on the phone now with the Colombians. They've heard about Al, and they're not happy. Come to find out that they've sent somebody down, too. Bucho wants to know what he looks like. So, you know, they know. So they don't accidentally shoot the guy. Well, because he told Memo to shoot anybody he didn't know. Yeah. So the Colombians hang up on him. So Bucho quickly, thinking about it, goes, Well, I have a phone in my car. I'll just call that. Hey, what's the phone number in my car? Oop. Same white guy with the cowboy hat. Doesn't know his number. Nope. Hey, dickhead. What's the fucking number to the phone in my car? And they're like, I don't know, boss. It's your car. He it's says, a it's new in, car. He says, it's in the car, boss. 
So then he grabs a gun and starts shooting at random people who have no the fuck idea what's going on <laughs> other than this bullet's hot lead coming out your ass. And they're like, ah! All right. What is the number to, my to the phone in my fucking car? So now he can't warn his own henchman about the Colombian hitman who's in town. Don't find him. So we, we cut back to El and Buscemi, who, who's trying to get away from El. El agrees that it's time to leave. But just at that, at that point, Machete comes and kills Buscemi with two throwing knives to the chest. Would not kill him that fast. <laughs> no, it wouldn't, but movie. <laughs> they, didn't seem, they didn't even seem like they were long enough to be to go deep enough to kill somebody. Movie. I kept waiting for uh, after he gets hit with a couple of them to be poisoned or something. So let me get, let me get this straight now. I played too this, much Dungeons and Dragons. You don't believe, but a guy walking in there with nothing but two guns up his sleeves kills everybody in a fucking bar without getting hit at all. Well, that sometimes okay. you can shoot as good as Dennis Hopper and kill everybody with just two guns. And sometimes your knife isn't long enough to kill Steve Buscemi. That's just <laughs> physics. Okay, so L starts to get take some uh, throwing knives to the body as well. Gets one in the arm. Gets one in the back. And just he as, doesn't die. Just because he got hit in the arm and in the back, he's okay. He does bleed profusely. <laughs> but just as L is about to, you know, bite the big one because Machete is going to kill him. Bucho's men come up and they confront him. And Machete starts to throw the knives all over the bad guys. Or the henchmen, if you will. Mm -hmm. My favorite part is when he jumps up on the, in the, on the sunroof and he starts <laughs> throwing fucking them. knives in there. Killing them. Eventually, uh, Machete gets shot, but only in the vest area. Doesn't get shot in the chest. Only in the vest. And that kills him because on the shoulders will kill you. 1995 special effects, I guess. I shrug. I don't know. I feel like if he had been, he only had like one knife left. I feel like maybe if he had more knives, they could not have shot. Also, he needed to die for the plot. So. <laughs> I know. So Bucho now calls back to the Colombians to find out what their guy looks like. At this point, <laughs> Mimo has brought this dead body back to Bucho, thinking this could be L. And it's confirmed. So yeah, dark skin, dark um, dark hair. That I figured. <laughs> a tattoo, tattoo of a woman on his chest. Uh -oh. uh, like throwing knives. Like any weapons, throwing knives. Now here's the one that got me. <coughs> Excuse me. He goes pesos for payphone for progress reports. You would not use that as a description. <laughs> yes, if you go into his left pocket, <laughs> he has three pieces of chewing gum and a bic lighter. <laughs> that seems really specific for something you don't need That's to know. Only, the only way you could identify somebody like that is if you were... The tattoo of a woman on his chest would give that shit away. Is if you were trying to identify a body. Yeah, no, you still don't need the money. After the tattoo... I, many people could have a tattoo of a lady on their chest in Mexico. Throwing knives. Yes. He's Colombian, thank you. You're... But they're in Mexico. <laughs> they're in Mexico. Which is why he would stand out. He's Colombian. They look different. That reminds me of in Clueless where the maid's like, I'm not a Mexican. <laughs> no, but they're in Mexico. She's from El Salvador. Many, many Mexicans could have like, tattoos You get ladies. offended when people think you're from the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know the distinct... Actually, I do know the distinct right. facial differences between someone who's Colombian and someone who's Mexican. Moving on, but thanks. All right, so Danny Bucho, Trejo so, is not. Oh my god! <laughs> All right then. So now we've confirmed that Bucho's men have killed the wrong man. Mm -hmm. 
He decides he's going to head start the search himself. We cut to L, who finds the kid. He tells him, "Hey, man, he just got stabbed a bunch, by the way. You're supposed to be practicing." Kid says he can't practice. This isn't his guitar. It's his father's guitar. Come with me over here. I'm going to get my guitar. He's like, "I'll wait here," because he's been stabbed a lot. He's bleeding a lot. Yeah, he's, he's losing blood. But anyway, so the kid almost gets hit by a car. He takes the kid. And finds the, the handoff, the hand-to-hand, if you will. <laughs> the bad guys happen to see L and go to pull a gun, but L's L, so he pulls it first. says, give me the guitar. He looks in the guitar, and he finds um, what I think is confession of sugar <laughs> uh, for illegal baking down in Mexico. Cocaine. Which is why, <laughs> we find out this is why the kid's father doesn't have to work, because he, sm- he smuggles sugar. Well, and then cocaine. the kid says, everybody does it. Ask Carolina. Uh-oh. And then... Mm-hmm. Coffee shop, bookstores. All right. Um, Elle becomes upset because now he believes that she has ratted him out. Yeah. Elle goes to the bookstore and confronts Carolina. She denies it. And she tells Elle, everybody does it. Realizes that someone is going to... She puts him on the counter and realizes someone's coming. So she pushes him off the counter and throws her cash register on the, on the ground and says, Damn it! Just then, we look up. Because he had broken some stuff. Mm-hmm. So she needed to dump the cash register to make it look like that's what broke some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. So now we see Bucho at the door. His henchmen are with him, but they stay outside as Bucho comes in. They have a coffee. And El discovers that he has an empty gun because he was going to kill Bucho. Mm-hmm. Um... Bucho tells Carolina to watch out for this bad guy. If she sees something, you call me. He even pays for the coffee. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> well. L reloaded his gun at this point really slowly, which is not how you reload a gun. He's still a bad guy. He just has manners. Mm-hmm. There's a he difference. tries to kiss Carolina, but she's not into it. But okay. Uh, as Bucho leaves, L comes out from behind the bar and tries to kill Bucho. But Carolina won't let him. And tells him to stay away from the windows. So what she does, puts his hands up and spins the gun on the bar. We cut back to the outside, and we see a wedding has just gone on. And Bucho gives the, the bride a wad of cash. See? He's a hell of a nice guy. Elaine, Elaine, wouldn't you be happy? With a wad of cash on my wedding, yes. But that does not make Bucho a nice guy. You know he's a bad guy, because his name is Bucho. That's not Which, his real name. His real name is Hassan. Really, everything we've seen him do, he randomly just shoots at his own dudes. We know he's a terrible <laughs> He just has manners. You can be terrible and civilized. But even when he was being civilized to her, he tried to push himself on her physically in a way that made her uncomfortable. I'm sure that he has And had she's awake, but she meant no. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Carolina cleans up L again. And now they're in her bedroom. And he's not wearing a shirt. No, he's not. <laughs> and you're impressed by He's got no... He's, there's nothing impressive about his body. Honey, uh, huh? not everybody is sons out, guns out. Some gentlemen are just pretty to look at. Right, so he's, rock, <laughs> he's rocking the beginner dad bod. And he finds a guitar in the corner. And he, he asks Carolina, what is that? She says, oh, that was for you. He says, it was for me. It's not anymore. Okay, you can have it. So then they try to play a song, but he can't because his hand's messed up. She says, oh, I'll do it with you. So she goes to grab it, and he's like, that's not even a note, which is really playful banter. Because then he helps her. And before he can even strum a chord, 
She's on him like shit on Velcro. So, he entered the premises? Shit on Velcro. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes. (laughs) So then he entered the premises? Well, he had already entered the premises, but now he entered the premises. (laughs) He gives it the old, hi, you doing? All right, so. And was I the only one a little weirded out by the spur? (laughs) (laughs) I was a little weirded out by the spur. So now we get quite a bit of lovemaking. We got some some wonderful guitar in the background. It's very sensual lovemaking. This is is very sensual. There's a weird part where he's like, she's laying on the bed and he's like upside down kissing her. (laughs) And it's like, why was he all the way up there? (laughs) It was weird, like every cut... They were in a different position, and it was some of them were just weird. And I'm like, okay, he doesn't have a whole lot of energy. He's lost a lot of blood. And I this know is some, this is some athletic, athletic, but and he sang to her too the whole time. But you know, and he made her feel like a natural. Is, this is the tit talk portion. She does How was have that some nipple nice placement? boobs. Mm-hmm. I have to um, say, it seemed like much friendlier lovemaking than what Bujo was getting. Oh, we're going to get to that. I thought you'd want to talk about this for a while. <laughs> I looked it up because I wasn't sure if Salma Hayek would do sex scenes like this. I'm sure and she would. She did. Back, back then she, she did. Back then, this was her first role in a movie. Or, not the first one, but this Rodriguez guy hired mm-hmm. her for a few movies. And he told her she really didn't want to do it, and she wanted to get a body double. And he said if she wanted a body double, she had to pay for it, and she couldn't afford it, so she had to do it. But she still, like, even now, isn't comfortable with what they did in that movie. I don't, and now she can afford it. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say, I don't feel like it was not tasteful. No, she just really didn't want to do it. I mean, it. I understand <laughs> that, but I don't feel like it's not tasteful, and I don't feel like there's anything about it that would make you go... I'm about to masturbate to that. <laughs> of course, I'm not no, a dude a that masturbates to movies, but I'm just... I... <laughs> All right, then. Thanks for... She says you you think you see more than you actually see, but if she had it her way, you would have seen a lot less. <laughs> I mean, it's very tastefully done. It's not like from Dust of Dawn. Definitely had... seen more of actresses. Well, yeah, but in 1995... They had candles yeah. lit. It was romantic. Unlike this next scene where we find Bucho, who's smoking a cigar... While this nice young lady goes to town bored. on him. <laughs> he looks bored. No, he was deep in thought. He, he looks, looks bored. So, so. And then he just smacks her ass and she finishes. He smacks her ass Well, he, he takes a drag of his cigar and she tries to kiss him. He just exhales it into her mouth. So and gross. then she's like, ugh. <laughs> the reason why he stopped is because he came to a realization. He calls, us, he calls Mimo and says, he's at the bookstore. Because he knows. How does he know? So, I guess Carolina was acting a little weird. And she was when they were having the coffee and they were talking. She kept kind of like darting around. And for a second, I thought maybe she was trying to give him a signal that uh, Elle was there. Because she was. She was weirdly like looking behind her and her eyes were all darting around. Carly saw a better movie. (laughs) Carly always sees a better movie. That's not true. Sometimes I see a better movie. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, anyway. That's true. So now we cut to Carolina, who has the guitar, and she's singing. She has her eyes closed, but she's singing to a sleeping owl. She has a pretty good voice. Which reminds mm-hmm. me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> if he's passed out drunk, that, that means, means no. no. And if she's passed out, also means no. Mm-hmm. And don't and get blackout drunk. take a leaf out of Carolina's notebook. If he's passed out drunk, just sing a little tune and wait for him to wake up. And kick <laughs> you in the chest. When, because <laughs> he wakes up as the bad guys are approaching. 
But she doesn't realize it. She has her eyes closed as he points guns at the bad guys. And he's got them first pointed out sideways, 90 degrees, and startlingly come in front to where Carolina's sitting. And he's now got two guns pointed at her face with her eyes closed. And I thought, this is when she's going to open her eyes. (laughs) But she doesn't open her eyes, and he decides now it's time to shoot. So he kicks her in the chest and shoots the bad guys. (laughs) I'd take the kick to the chest so I didn't get shot in the head. I really thought she was going to open her eyes when those guns are pointed at her face. (laughs) So, gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. Um, Carolina and Elle try to escape downstairs, but the bookstore is burning. So they make their way to the roof. Um, Elle reloads his guns, grabs his girl, kisses her, and then says, Go! Throws his guitar over. Shoot, 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 shoot. Carolina makes it over the, to the adjacent building. He drops from grenades. And boom! <laughs> cool guys don't look at explosions. <laughs> End scene. We cut back to them snuggling on a rooftop as Bucho arrives. Carolina looks like she is in some serious shock. But when well, they're walking away from the explosion, mm-hmm. cool how guys don't look at explosions. many guns are in his waist? Oh <laughs> it looked like all, at least five. All the guns. Gun, gun, all gun. The guns are in his waist. <laughs> he had to let his pants out for that. I was like, this is a little ridiculous. <laughs> so he didn't the, put on his belt, so he had to put extra guns That's a guns lot of on. weight. <laughs> So now they're as they're on the roof. That's why he looks so good without a shirt. Would you he shut up? Around all those <laughs> so Bucho arrives. Keeps him lean. And Carolina tells him, that's Bucho. So El jumps into his guitar case of guns and has no rifles. <laughs> so he pulls out his handgun with a scope on it. Tony, if you had a guitar case sure. full of guns, would you not put a rifle in there? At least one? Uh, if it fit, yeah. Would it not fit in a fucking guitar case? Well, you could take it apart. Fit right. it in there. So for a situation like this, don't you think you need one? So you would have. But he one. does a lot of hand to hand with with, with I'm sorry. pistols. He I don't understand. Probably wouldn't have enough room for a rifle because he's got all those grenades in there. Well, you make room. It's a rifle. You need it for shots just like this. Maybe he can't shoot. Far. Maybe he's not good as sniping. He's well, not he, cougar. He says. Yeah, he's not cougar. Well, he even says <laughs> he's under his very breath, attractive and Latino, and says, but he's not cougar. <laughs> Fuck it. So he tries to get the shot, and he looks at him just then as he's got a line on Bucho. Bucho looks back, and he can see his face for the first time. And he can't do it. But I have no idea why. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows why. I know why. I know why, I didn't want him to give it away. uh, Shush. Obviously, he recognized him. Did you but get that at least? But he didn't recognize him when he heard him talking. In the Honestly, I know. What the hell? Honestly, I didn't know if he knew him. I thought maybe he just saw the look on his face because at some point he says, later he says he can read people. I thought maybe because um, Steve Buscemi had been trying to convince him that he should just walk away. He's done enough. And even um, Carolina's like, you don't have to. Like, you know, they're all like, you don't have to kill him. And then he sees him, and I thought maybe in that moment, he was like, no, I don't have to kill him. Like, he, he's already screwed. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I that, thought maybe he it. just changed his mind and was like, I don't need to do this. <laughs> well, at that point, Carolina tries to get him to kill him. Says, you need to kill him. Yeah, he's going to kill me. He's right there. my bookstore. Shoot him. <laughs> Elle refuses, and she gets miffed. She starts really getting at him and pushing on him. So he pushes her back and points, like, don't even. <laughs> Now's Woman. Now's the time. He said, he didn't say woman. Woman. He said, chica. (laughs) All right. So now they walk away. She's miffed at him. We cut back to Bucho's ranch, and he's holding mustard. And he berates all of his men. 
He says, how hard is it? Do you see a guy you don't know? You shoot shoot him. him. Like that guy. I see I, him. I've never seen him before. Must be him. <laughs> and it's the same white cowboy he's been giving shit to and shoots that motherfucker dead. Dead. He says, how hard is that? Um, Mimo says he's going to take some guys. They're going to go. Boudreau says, them guys over there. I don't know them either. And they start running and hiding. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now Bucho points a fucking desert eagle at Mimo's head. A lot of desert eagles. It says, movie. bang! Which would have scared me. I'd poop a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how that bathroom stall got that way. <laughs> Could be. Possible. And Mimo takes his gun and says, I'll find him. He's going to take his truck. Bucho says, take, take my car. car. That's what I bought it for. <laughs> we cut to a hotel room, I'm assuming. Elle's flipping guns and Carolina's laying on the bed. They chit-chat for a minute. Elle talks about how when he was a musician. She tells him that they don't. he doesn't have any more money anymore because he's trying to get her to, you have yeah. money, you can go. Yeah. It's like, there's no more money. Because it's hidden in the books. It's in the books. <laughs> and the books are all burned up. Elle was planning to leave now, it appears, but now he has no choice. Caroline asks him about his friends, and he says, Gapa and Kino? They would destroy everything. Which she's okay with. <laughs> Because fuck it, her bookstore went up. She's fuck like, everybody else. <laughs> this town is nothing, really. She also said that if I do, if we don't kill him, he'll find me and he'll kill me. It doesn't yeah. matter where I go. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So he makes a call. He says, Gappa, is Kino there? How soon can you get to whatever the fuck name of time was? <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells him, bring your guitars. So now here's my favorite part. We cut to everybody getting ready. Church bus pulls up. And it says church bus on it. Yeah. <laughs> and Kino gets off the bus. And then Kappa, he comes up and looks like something, a car had been chopped in half. And he just, mm-hmm. he came in on the Like a pickup truck without the back. Now, yeah. these two were together when the phone call came. <laughs> <laughs> but they did not arrive together. But they didn't travel together. Less suspicious. Less suspicious. All right. Well, despite the fact of all that, they arrive at together. the same time. They all arrive at the same time. And they're standing there. And wouldn't you know it, Bucho's minions happen to run right into them as everybody arrives. Mm-hmm. And we get a mariachi himself stands between them. Says, good time. Been a long time. Back together again. And he says, let's play. Just then, the Bucho's bad guys, they pop out. And the gunfight is on. Mm-hmm. But this isn't like every other gunfight. <laughs> this is different. Because Kappa has... Two machine gun <laughs> guitar, case. guitar cases, oh, and he's just mowing them down. He's I not even fucking aiming. Shooting, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, that's really cool." So Kino's like, "Cute." Pulls out a fucking rocket launcher out of his guitar case. Now I have a couple questions about this guitar launcher. <laughs> guitar first, launcher. First of all, I does it to... necessitate that one-legged fancy squat that he does for aiming to purposes? Properly yes. aim this. Yes. It does. Okay. Mm-hmm, also, how many? Rockets. I know. Are in. He kept going this like he had a rocket launcher. Because he shot like five or six at See, least. What you don't know is that when the camera goes off, he has to open it up, reload it. Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> we're not even sure yeah. that El Mariachi's guitar case has enough room for a rifle. So, how could Kino's guitar case have. Kino with a Q. I know. Multiple rockets. I'll yeah, just try and change mean, the, the. I will the, tell you. I about fell if I hadn't been already near the floor when they started shooting. You did not expect that. Guitar cases. You did not expect that. I was like, 
I, Wait I till she sees once upon I'm a time in Mexico. Cracked up. You know what? That's nothing. Once upon a time in Mexico, they bring it to the next level. Don't don't hey, don't ruin it for her. So anyway, gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. Um Kino's the first one. After they've killed a mirror of bad guys, takes a shot to the chest, kills Kino. L stands back to back with Gampa, and they're shooting, 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 shooting. Gampa runs out of ammo. But no, L sees that the kid has been hit, so he abandons his buddy to save mm-hmm. the kid. This kid he doesn't even know. Right. Well, he does. He just met like two days ago. Well, it's a kid. I know, and it's a cute I little I believe kid. the children are our future, so. <laughs> he shouldn't have been trying to get his guitar. Anywho. I don't know. The kid, I think, should have ran. Gunfight. Fuck it. I'm I know. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this uh, causes Kappa to get killed. Mm-hmm. He ran out of ammo anyway, so shit happens. Um, when Kino got killed, though, he shot one last rocket, and then it came back. And killed him. And killed, well, he was already well, dead. Well, killed but. himself. <laughs> yeah. But it blew him up. All right, so. Ellen he went Catalina, out in a blaze of glory. Ellen mm-hmm. Catalina take Mimo's truck, but just in time. Mimo had been, had been, uh, got the effects of one of those rockets, mm-hmm. and he was struggling. So as a, a struggling man would do who's like a non-combatant in this gunfight, he's just kind of standing there. Elle runs him the fuck over. Mm-hmm. On the way to bring the kid to the hospital, which, hey, fuck him. I thought it was cool though because Carolina wasn't there, and she's the one that showed up in the truck mm-hmm. and started hitting guys. <laughs> like she wasn't gonna shoot anybody, but she'll run over him with the kid. truck. <laughs> Why not? So Elle and Carolina take the kid to the hospital, and Elle is pissed. He's ready to kill Bucho now, so they could jump back on the truck and they would drive up to the gate. Now he knows where he is. He knows, he knows who all he of a sudden. Is. He knows where he is. Carolina asks him, how do you know this is the place? He's like, oh yeah, this is it. No explanations. No one told him. He just knew how to get there. Well. Do you know why? GPS in the truck. I was <laughs> going to say, maybe he took the registration. Nope. GPS the in truck, the truck. And that was the address of the. Well, 1995, once, they're once ballers. Once the next scene happened, I was like, oh, okay. It would make sense. That he it doesn't ever make sense, but it's okay. It's a giant <laughs> plot hole. Let's not look at it. Let's just use it. Let's just put put our arm out that plot hole and call it sleeve. <laughs> so now we, Elle and Catalina walk into the gate and we find Bucho and his men pointing guns at them. Like they were just standing there. How long have these fuckers been waiting for them to walk through the door? A while. I don't know. Well, we saw the car pull up and said, who's that fucker? I don't yeah. know. That guy, let's shoot him. Must be him. I imagine that they were kind of keeping an eye out. They saw a car pull up. They got in position. They're waiting for Memo to come back. Yeah. And he does not come back. Some Mexican comes back. Well, why am I talking about that? I, was just somebody me. I do think it's funny that she keeps calling him Memo, and you call, you called him Memo. Memo. But she keeps calling him Memo. Memo is something that you write to your boss. I don't know. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, now we get there. Bucho sees L, puts his gun away. This confuses John people. keeps talking yeah. in that accent, and it's infecting me <laughs> like a virus. And now Bucho calls L Manito, which we all know is slang for little brother. Little brother. Mm-hmm. Actually, I only knew that because a friend of mine was Puerto Rican and this came out and he says it means brother. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Puerto Rican friend. His name is Jose. <laughs> Thank you, Jose, Puerto Rican friend. Anyway, uh, L starts calling Bucho Cesar. Yes, I have to say it like that because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, they have what, and they have what I like to call a moment. Okay, Aww. so does anybody think... That Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> that was just really like Joaquim de Almed. <laughs> not really, but no. not all siblings. You know what? Resemble one another. I could see him being siblings with Danny Trejo. I could see why this is not relevant to our podcast. But <laughs> El Mariachi and Mariachi. Bucho 
do not look so like they're think, related. Of all the, the great Mexicans in this movie, <laughs> they do not look like. It would have been better. Well, you know who this is supposed to be with Raul Julia. Bucho that would have been better. That well, he died. Been way better. Well, he died around this time. So, uh, <laughs> but if the dude who played Mimo had been Bucho, yeah, I would have. Yes, I that would have been better. Yeah. Although I don't think he's old enough to be Antonio Menders. And even the brother. kid who broke his leg. Yeah, it no. would have. That looks like his brother, but definitely not his older brother. That's true. But I'm just saying, of all of the people in this movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. So anyway, moving on. They discussed the events of the... Look how dark Would you shush your face? And look how light. Hakeem. It's just weird. You ever wonder why a ladies podcast takes two hours and else's is an hour? Well, we need to talk this out. (laughs) How was his nipple placement? We got problems. People want to know. His nipple placement is perfect. (laughs) Let me know when you're done. I'm done. Okay. So No, I'm not. I changed my mind. <laughs> so now Bucho talks about how he didn't set out to hurt anybody. The woman he loved was killed, but you know it wasn't his fault. When they take something, they replace it with something else. You he, love this woman now. You now love this woman. We replaced it. Which I think it's not okay that his brother outed him as being in love with the girl. When your brother does that yeah. to you, that's messed up. But what's really super, they have super, super not okay is what's about to happen where he says, we took something from you, we replaced it, now we're going to kill her. Well, he also oh. insinuated uh, that he slept with her too. Yeah, he says, um, <laughs> she's real good or something like that. Yeah. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of got when he gave her that creepy-ass kiss earlier. Yeah, like they, they, they've done it. He gave her the... She die. did not enjoy it. How do you know she didn't enjoy it? She just I could tell it by the way she... She didn't want to do it again. <laughs> she did not enjoy it. Anyway, they discussed the events of the first movie, and Bucho tells him that Papa would not be so proud of his guitarista anymore. He ended up being a piece of shit, just like me. That's a piece of shit. You guys cannot see John's facial expressions as he's doing this. <laughs> they are awesome. So, Bucho I'm says... I'm sorry you're missing this experience. Bucho says, you've killed my men. Fine. Clean slate. I'll let it go. That's a pretty forgiving guy. Yeah, but after I teach Carolina a well, lesson. Well, he says, but Carolina, she betrayed me. She's got to go. Yeah, but you just said you replaced the woman he loved with another one. And then and, he also said, clean slate. Kill her. <laughs> He's like, yeah, clean slate. She got to go. Well, maybe he yeah, only said that to that's tell her. a clean slate. <laughs> yes, maybe he only said you, maybe it was more of... You loved one woman, now you love this woman, you'll love another woman because I'm going to murder this woman. Well, he's killed like 50 of his guys, though. Yeah, seriously, uh, he killed a lot of dudes. He did say clean slate this, this whole thing started... They were like the Febreze brothers for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Because Bucho's men, or in some way Bucho was responsible for killing the woman the that he brothers? loved. That's from the so, other guys. So now he's going to say, we replaced her so with somebody else, we're going to kill her clean slate. I'm sorry, the whole reason he started coming out was after you is because you killed the woman he loved. You really think it's going to be a clean slate if you kill the new woman he loved? Well, he, <laughs> did, he didn't know it was his brother then. That kind of changes said, some And shit. he says, I didn't know it was you, Cesar, until Cesar. this morning. Cesar. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so... Hey, so I had a big point, problem with that. <laughs> Bucho is going to kill Catalina. But El's like, no, no. Nay, nay. Pulls the same guns out of them, same sleeves, which are really tight, and I don't get it. But. <laughs> and boom, 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 Kills Bucho. And kills. Pre- Presumably everybody else there because let's let's face yeah, it. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Catalina was going to get shot anyway. I did too. She's getting shot. When we There's next pan to the hospital, I thought she either dead. she was in the hospital or she had died. Yeah. Well, if you were to see the sequel to this, Once Upon a Mexico, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which is an upcoming podcast, 
<laughs> he just shook his head at me. I don't know what that means. I'm guessing she died. <laughs> Ella's in the hospital, and he's talking to the boy about how, you know, somebody's somebody's father, somebody's son. Every man boy. I've killed, not somebody, every man I've killed is somebody's father, somebody's son, somebody's brother. Moving on. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bop. And we see the guy's father finally got his fat ass off the couch. Good for him. He didn't really seem to have a fat ass, though. Or got his regular sized ass off the couch. <laughs> and Elle walks away. We find Catalina standing outside. She made it! Yay, Carly! Yay. In Carly's movie, everybody makes it. <laughs> Except for Bucha. In this movie, I had to let go of a lot of people. <laughs> uh, he tells her that he's got to go. Like he's leaving her. Because he's, he's like the wind. He didn't actually say that. But why not? <laughs> so he walks away. As he's leaving, he says, Did I thank you? She says, No. And he says, I will. Oh. Stone cold shit right mm. there. I'm telling and you. And he leaves and she laughs. And, he leaves. and we see Elle walking on the road all by himself. But no, no. Here comes Catalina in Mimo's truck because he's dead and doesn't yeah, need <laughs> And she says, I want you to thank me right now. Mm mm. That's how she said it. That's how and I say it. He throws okay. his guitar case mm-hmm. and Gets hops in the, in the car, car, kisses her, and they drive away. But only to the where the guitar case was. He does say he picks thank it up. You. <laughs> yeah. He says it's a long way to you. the next town. Yeah. You never know. Just in case. <laughs> Puts it in the back. Pulls it back out. Just in case. We need the case. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And we cut to the credits there. And that, my friends, is Desperado. So. All right. We have... Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> Who, what's next week? <laughs> Who wants to go first? You have to pick. That's your job. Tony. He's going last. Uh, <gasps> Elaine, you go. <laughs> I he started to, say, to talk and everything. I don't like it how he always says Tony, but looks me in the eyes when he does it as if my name is Tony. But when he looks at me, he says Elaine, so I don't know what's going on. I, <laughs> just when you think you have the answers, I change the question. He likes to play mind games. Well, <laughs> my favorite character. favorite character was El Mariachi. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character was Mimo, or Mimo, the right-hand man. Um, my favorite st- scene is actually the dream sequence from the opening where he's singing. I love that. He's a good singer. He should get more I don't think he was more. singing. It's definitely him. Was it him? <laughs> I know he can sing, but I don't think it was I think him. it is him, because I think I at one point had the soundtrack. And he does it's sing? Okay. It's definitely 100% him. Well, I know that, uh, what's he's his name? He's wonderful. And the hell's the name of that band? <laughs> I don't know. It's a hundred. Per- it's definitely him. I didn't look it up, but I know it's definitely him. All right. Um, <laughs> my favorite line. I thought about going with Carolina. Did I thank you? But no. My favorite line is, "All I've got is piss warm chongo. That's my brand." <laughs> that's that's. I just every time I love it. My my favorite part of the first half hour of this movie is my favorite part, and I could watch that yeah. first half hour over and over. It and is Los again. Lobos. Okay. <laughs> Los Lobos is, is that they did the other songs. Fantastic. Los Lobos kick your balls. Los Lobos kick your balls into outer space. No, this was Los Lobos. They sang La Bamba. They became La Bamba. a lot yeah. better musicians mm-hmm. and then we're in this movie. Okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm buying that timeline. It's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's been seven years. Oh, they did. Never mind. So what, they had to flee the country because of the car uh, stereo thefts, yes. and then they became the great musicians in Mexico. It All right, so yay, nay, or maybe. This movie is good, and you should watch it. Yay. Yay. Carly. Ooh, I get to be I always make you go last. As if uh, I didn't sorry. know. 
Um, my favorite character... I, I, I'm the same as Elaine with my favorite mm-hmm. and least favorite characters. Uh, Elle's my favorite, least favorite. Uh, Mimo. Lucho's number two. Right Mimo. hand. Dos. Uh, my favorite line is when the priest says, do you want a confession? And he says, heh, well, maybe later, Father, because where I'm going, I just have to come right back. It's a good line. And... <laughs> My favorite scene was at the end when uh, she picks him up and he throws the case and then they go back for it just in case they need it. It's not the, it's it's that when you found out the guitar cases were machine guns? (laughs) No, although I did love that. I really like burst out laughing and he started shooting out of his guns. But I enjoyed this movie. That's another yay! That's two! (laughs) Tony, don't fuck this up! (laughs) All right. um, It's the last time we had four yay. Last time I had a movie. Favorite character is El Buscemi. <laughs> Tony loves him. Um, well, he's great. Like you said, the first half hour, he could watch he it over He was only in for like a minute. Tony could watch the first before the, even the movie yeah, starts. Yeah, the whole scene where he sells the story is awesome. That is great. Um, least favorite character is Bitch or Bucho. Bucho. Bucho or Bucho's Bitch? Uh, it's Bucho. I thought he was kind of a weak villain. My favorite line is uh, Tarantino's when he's like, is that really happening? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> I that was awesome. My favorite scene is obviously the opening scene where Buscemi tells the story about him. It's yeah, really okay. cool. Mm-hmm. I really like that. That he walks around spreading fear of, of this guy before he comes. It's really cool. Um, I like this movie a lot. Uh, the end, I think the end reveal is a little meh, but all the little comedy parts that they put throughout of it that you know, break up the normal... You know, God was wrong, and I'm going to kill the bad guy type mm-hmm. stuff. I Ooh. thought that was really cool. So I definitely give it a yay. Well, I also give it a yay, so that makes it unanimous. Four yays. I just looked through my notes. The last time we had four yays was playing it cool, John's movie. <laughs> uh, I told you. From now on, we may everything John makes. Well, right. so if my he does pick- once a time in Mexico. Yeah, that probably won't. <laughs> Get all yays. That ain't going to make it. So my favorite character was also L. My least favorite character was Pickup Guy Number Two with no teeth. <laughs> Just because I was having a really hard time picking a, a least favorite character, and I was like, I don't fucking know. I picked Number Two because he kept trying to go against Bucho when he wanted to take his own I truck, him. and he kept trying to be like the tough guy, but he was obviously not the alpha. I picked and him because for su- for your number two guy, he was clearly incompetent, and I just don't appreciate that kind of incompetence in I my also. I don't know if Every I'm Bucho's number two. Carly jumped in first. No, if I'm Bucho's number two, I'm not inviting like this family member of mine to get killed. Like <laughs> I don't he like, didn't think he was gonna get killed. <laughs> well, he did. I they think, all did. I just think you could have picked a better character actor than Bucho, whoever that guy was. Back to you our know. regularly scheduled programming. My favorite scene is the um, the bar fight at Cheech's bar, where him and the Accountant are having a hard time shooting each other, mm-hmm. and they're click, 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 and finally slaps it, snaps his neck, and says, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And my favorite line is, Bless me, Father, for I've just killed quite a few men. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for me. What do we got next, Carl? Okay, well, please find us on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Please email us at unmoviepodcast at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at unmoviepodcastdogs. Please subscribe, rate, review, like us, comment, give us feedback, let us know what you're thinking. And 
tune in next week when we or will be Tony's doing pick. Tony's next pick, which he had not fully decided before. Which he hasn't he told us until right now. I was flip-flopping. I know what two we flip-flopping between, but I don't know what one he picked. And he picked One or two. Um, Jesus. Oh, goodness. There's a lot two. of two, two in this movie. Two. All right, then. It's going to be a continuation <laughs> from... Uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Roger, Robert Rodriguez, we're doing Dust Till Dawn. Nice. Good one. Right. The return with, of Dex Machine. George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. All right, we're going to look forward to that. Look at another quality Robert Rodriguez flick starring Selma Hayek. All right. Is it starring Selma Hayek? She's in it. Or is it introducing Selma um, She has a great dance scene. She stars. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>